set your internet dials to dum dum da as we bring you action, as we bring you science, and as we bring you theater with Action Science Theater. Seven down, garden implement, five letters. Spade. Trowel. Trowel has six letters. Oh, it does, you're right. Spade it is. Eight across, kind of tree, three letters. Oh, beach. Five letters in beach, I think. One, two. Oh, yes, five. This crossword is very easy. We finished the Times one. I found this one in a magazine I confiscated from one of the girls. Which magazine? I don't know, but it has a lot of pictures of celebrities' bottoms. That is probably more interesting than chemistry, to be fair. And I suppose everyone in your physics classes is in a constant state of rapt attention. Of course not. I just let the buggers sleep. You'd be surprised how much a person can learn subconsciously. I just put on videos about reproduction. That keeps their attention, especially if you put them on fast-forward. Biology. Pushing the boundaries of man's knowledge. What was that? I thought nature had finally started punctuating my witticisms. There was a flash of light from the woods by the end of the playing field. Ah, the wisdom of allowing children to use photography equipment. Bravo arts once again. There's some sort of commotion. The children are gathering round. They're, they're pulling their phones out to take pictures. And low art skills are proved redundant by science. High five. Why not? Wait, there's something happening. Something, something's coming out of the trees. What is it? I think our timetable just got a bit lighter. That's classes five and seven gone. Well, that's a relief. I hadn't even started there, Marking. Let me see. It's too far away. I have some binoculars over here somewhere. Why do you have binoculars? The ice cream van only comes to the gates. I wouldn't see it otherwise. What do you see? I'm not sure. There is something coming out of the woods. What? I don't want to alarm anyone, but I think they might be aliens. Sorry, that's my ringtone. I'll turn it off. Aliens? I had a bet on that when it did happen, they'd come in peace. Twenty pounds that's cost me. Uh, what do the aliens look like? They look kind of green and squishy. Yes, squishy. Ah, if only Charles Darwin had had your descriptive powers. And they're moving around in these three-legged machines. Three-legged? Yes. How does that work? Surely when one leg lifts off the ground, it'll unbalance and fall over. That does seem logical. I can only tell you what I'm seeing. Maybe it's magnets. Magnets? Yeah, you know. Magnetising. Yes, well, that's that cleared up. Wait. One of them has stopped in front of the gymnasium. Perhaps they've just come to do P.E.? A large cylinder is emerging from the top. It's starting to glow. Well, that's the gym gone. Clearly they hate PE as much as everyone else. I hope they have a note from their mother. This situation is getting rather out of hand. I'm afraid if we don't do something, these aliens may be a threat to a sizable part of northwest Oxfordshire. You're right. Somewhere as strategically important as Banbury could be next. The resistance had better start here. Why do we have to be the resistance? Why can't we just roll over like we normally do? It was a very effective strategy when they threatened to cut our department budget. Better the devil you know, chaps. The Ministry of Education we can deal with. What would an alien regime demand? 
they could merge us into a single subject. You think they would? Who knows? Oh, the humanity. We're the only hope Middle England has left. So, does anyone have a plan? Um, no, nothing immediately occurs. I'm afraid I have to look to you, Gareth. The meteorite came from outer space. It's clearly a physics issue. Oh, yeah. They used some sort of superheated chemical weapon to destroy the gymnasium. I'd say that puts it in your remit. Oh, yeah. Actually, to paraphrase the National Rifle Association, superheated chemical weapons don't kill people. Organic life forms from the far reaches of space do. Over to you, Mr. Biology. I wholeheartedly agree. What? This is like the time we ran out of biscuits all over again. You two ganging up on me and making it my fault. Yes, the similarities between that situation and this really are quite astonishing. Good heavens! Was that the music department? So? That's terrible! Is it? No. No, not really. Right, what should we do? Why are you both looking at me? We really enjoy looking at your face. Really? No. We're looking to you for ideas. Right. We need to go to where generations of our scientist forebears have done their best problem solving. But we're already in the staff room. No, I'm in the lab. Ah, there. Lead on, oh wise one. Right. So where do we start? You're the chemist. What do you usually do with all these flasks and tubes filled with oddly coloured liquids? Nothing. They're for show. I just get the children to work from their textbooks. Once again, we pay the price for a standardised curriculum. Well, this was worth the frenzied run to get here. What now? Back to the staff room for more tea? Very sensible. I brought mine along as I hadn't finished. Well, bring it back with you. And that packet of biscuits we know you keep stashed in your drawer. Why have we stopped? Have you forgotten the way to the staff room we spend most of our time in? Alien. Where? Up ahead, look! Don't just stand there, throw something at it. Like what? Anything, it doesn't matter. I have a mug of tea and a packet of custard creams. Yes, that ought to show it. Do it! Not the custard creams, though, I'm still peckish. All right then, keep your compounds together. I think I speak for all of us when I say, whoa. You do? Remarkable. It must have been something in the tea. Really? What, what gave it away? The way it melted when the tea went all over it? Was that a clue? It must have been the tannins. Or could have been the caffeine. Caffeine in tea? Oh, yes. There's more caffeine in tea than in coffee. Really? Oh, God, don't encourage him. Yes, come with me. Let me show you. Just put it into the mass spectrometer. And here's the results. Oh yes, you're right. Loads of caffeine, absolutely tons of it. I don't wish to bother either of you goliaths of the scientific community, but there is the small matter of an alien invasion to get back to. It's a good point. We'll need to build some sort of tea launcher. Uh, good thing there's a physicist about. First time anyone's ever said that. Uh, we might need some stuff from the design and technology workshops. Or did they get incinerated? They'd have to get past the head of the department, Mr. Thomas. Oh, poor, poor aliens. aliens. 
Now please pretend I'm saying this with gusto. To the DT workshop. Anyone good at manual labour? Don't be ridiculous. I, I used to have a Meccano set. That makes you the expert. We needed to make tea and throw it. Very well. Tea bag, water, milk. Should the milk go in first or, or second? Every Englishman knows the milk goes in first. Really? I usually put the milk in at the end. Philistine! The milk goes in first or you crack the bone china teacups when you pour in the hot tea. But this isn't a bone china teacup. It's a 30-year-old mug that says world's worst teacher with teacher amusingly misspelled. And it's already cracked. The milk goes in first. All right. That's going to make it more difficult, I think. The tea needs to brew. Is this really the most important issue right now? We can't let our standards slip just because of some alien invasion. Why don't we make a big batch of tea and then use the machine to launch it? That way we avoid this clearly controversial issue. I'm okay with that. Right. Pass me that saw, will you? Which one's the saw? <laughs> so we load the mug of tea in here, and we pull this back to set the power, and this sets the trajectory. How do we work out what the trajectory should be? It's just a simple bit of maths. Maths? Yes. I'm I'm a, I'm a biology teacher. I've got some graph paper and some pencils. We'll all have a go, see what we come up with, and just take the average. Sounds simple enough. But do remember, there is a planet-invading alien approaching down the corridor. So be quick. Right, what have you got? It looks a bit like a fish. I've got seven. Seven what? I don't know. I checked my working, though, and it was completely correct. Brilliant! Hurrah for core curriculum subjects! What did you get? I created a crossword. It's very good. We better aim and hope for the best, then. Why not? Okay, three, two, one, fire! <coughs> nice shot! I thank you. How many mugs have we got left? Eight. Two have cracks in. Let's go to work! No, you put the tea in this bit. No, no, it's not that bit. This bit, this bit. And then you pull the air. No, don't, don't point it at me! Ah! Fire! Wait, wait, wait. Which one of these has got sugar in? Who like to dunk a biscuit in it before I throw it? Well, would that make a difference? The crumbs might damage the molecular structure of the, um... Lattes, a mocha, a raspberry cooler, a black americano, two white americanos. Whose was the Earl Grey? I think the Earl Grey was for our friend here. Get right in the tentacle. Didn't think I've ever seen anything quite so beautiful as the cascading tea in the morning dew as it slaps onto the face of an eel. That is its face, isn't it? No, I don't think it is. Spilt me tea. Wait, over there! See, it's all over my crotch now. 
see you green buggers. See now, look at the fucking vehicle running down my leg. Oh no, I put the milk in second. It's really gonna stain me. It's only like there's a salty rub something. Four across, Beyonce single. Five, two, four. What exactly is a Beyonce? I think the aliens ate all my custard creams. I suspect the thief may be a little closer to home. Sorry, they are my favourites. Well, now the alien thing is over, we need some more biscuits. Did the geography department survive? They hide some in the Permian Age in that display in the corridor. According to the slightly charred headmaster, we're the only functioning department left, so he's planning on full days of nothing but science until the end of term. What an extraordinary utopia this could create. One small problem, though. What? Because of the state of the economy, he's also cutting our budget by 50%. Twice as much teaching with half the budget. You know, I think we may have been a bit hard on those aliens. Starring in War of the Cotswolds were Dan Booth, Brian Macken and Dan Bond. Written by Dan Bond, Dan Booth and Brian Macken. Produced by Dan Booth. For more Action Science Theatre, go to actionsciencetheatre.com.